gentlemen, this is David Maricatani with the Thanksgiving edition of Matt Chat. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to thank everyone at the Track Wrestling family for making me feel so welcome, and I want to thank all of you for all the support I've gotten over the last year on this show. With that being said, it is my real pleasure to introduce to you today the assistant coach at Oklahoma University and former national champion, Michael Leitner. Michael, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. I know it's a busy time of the year, and I think you're getting ready to head out of town after you get done talking to me, right, and enjoy a little Thanksgiving? Yeah, going to run, run, back, run back home for a, for a day and uh, see some family and then, and then back to Norman. So it'll be just quick in and out. <laughs> back to the grind for the guys that That's are trying right. to get after it, for sure. So um, I always like to talk to you guys and just kind of find out, you know, kind of going back to your roots, like, you know, how you got started in wrestling and the people that kind of got you involved. So for you, how old were you when you got started? Um, I think, I think I was, I think five years old. My dad got me, my dad got me involved. My dad didn't, um, didn't wrestle, um, when, when he was in high school in, in Marlow, Oklahoma, they didn't have wrestling. Um, but it program got started in, in the the early 80s, and he got he got me involved when I was five, and then I I think the first year maybe I only only went out for no tournaments, just half the year, and then the following year after that it was uh it's it's been full bore since. So it we had a we had a good club back then back in back in the day uh, in Stevens County down there. Um, it's called the Marauder Wrestling Club, and it's just you know been been going since we we had a bunch of good kids come out of there and and you know all the all the tough kids toughest kids in the area getting together and 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 training together and my dad was a coach and he kind of he kind of learned um just as I learned and then uh we had a guy Rusty Frill was my little league coach and he wrestled in college and and he kept us all together and then made us tough and it it was great so so you started when you were really young, and what's interesting is I've ta I get a chance to talk to guys like you, you know, all year round, and everybody has different opinions on this, and they all have interesting reasons. So, you know, when if you were coaching, a, you know, if you had a son that was around five, four, eight, nine, ten, at what age do you think is the ideal age to start somebody like that, where? They're not falling too far behind, but you're less concerned about them getting burned out later on down the road. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of different theories on it as well. I don't know if there is an ideal age. I think it's, uh, you know, I, th I think a little bit of it is keep it fun. You know, I think that's a little bit of it. I think for me, the side of it is, you know, it's winning's fun. So <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it's, my dad's favorite phrase, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, I but, but I, but I think keeping it fun is important. You know, yeah. I, I, I think it's, uh, it's about learning and, and it's about growing as a, as a wrestler. And it's, it's, uh, there should be an emphasis on winning, but that, but that's not, that's not the main objective. You know, it's not the, it's, it's about growing, winning or losing. You should, you should, uh, you know, wrestling is about getting better, technically getting better, you know, um, getting better as a person, just just overall just, just moving forward and, and keeping it positive for kids. And I guess part of that, too, and I don't spend a lot of time on kids' stuff, but it's not cutting weight, right? I mean, that's all the guys I talk to that are successful running these Little League clubs. They, they don't want these crazy parents having kids cut 
you know, 5, 10, 12 percent of their yeah. weight when they're young, right? Yeah, I think that that's like that's like caveman days. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a thing of the past. You know, it's 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 grow, get get bigger, get stronger. But but it's not about it's not about winning tournaments when you're when you're in little league. You know, it's about it's about getting better and 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 you know wrestling wrestling what you weigh. But it but it's even in college. You know, college today is is there there you see less and less weight cutting, and it seems like the the international style is even kind of moving towards towards that with the same day weigh-ins. So yeah, it, it's yeah. it's that that is you know it's kind of it's being uh you know it, it it's a thing of the past. It's like I said, it's caveman mindset to to think you got to cut right you got to cut cut down a couple of weights and and that's what's going to make you better. Now that 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 means you're good at cutting weight, not necessarily the best wrestler. You know <laughs> that's a great way to say it. Yeah and. You know, you see now the best guys are guys that stay fit all year round and don't really bounce real high above their competitive weight so they can focus on all those other things that you're talking about. So That's right. Yeah, for sure. So for people that don't know, you were a four-time state champion at Marlowe, correct? That is right. And a Fargo runner-up, is that right as well? Yeah. So you were obviously a big recruit coming out of high school, so... You know, and being in Oklahoma, I'm obviously you went to OU, but I'm sure Oklahoma State was on you. Who else was involved in your recruiting process? What was that like, and why did you ultimately decide to become a Sooner? Um, I, you know, I had I had interest in in well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, of course. We're kind of the just being from Oklahoma, it's you. Speaking speaking for myself, but I think for for other other Okies out there, it's you want to represent you want to represent your state. You know, you want to represent Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. That that's important. Um, but but I had interest in in places like Arizona State because there was Ray Miller, who's a national champion, Marlowe guy that went right. out there, yeah. um, and Iowa State at the time because um, Bobby Douglas was the head coach at Iowa State, and he was. He was Ray Miller's coach, um, and 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 it's all it's kind of funny because it's there, there's going to be a lot of Ray Miller uh, in in the decision making because what ultimately kind of kind of made my decision was you know Coach Spates at the time uh, my senior year when everything was was kind of coming down um, Ray Miller was on staff at OU so it, it, <laughs> so it, it uh you know that was that was it for me you know I grew up grew up uh as a as a kid you know seeing ray miller you know win state titles and and then seeing ray miller go to go to college and and in all american and make the state finals and win the state finals and and it you know it was always for me a kid that you're just like this guy's from marlowe he's got the same background you know why not you so so ultimately it, it was it was tough just because you know oklahoma state was a great tradition but Ultimately, it was I was comfortable with Coach Spates and 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 you know obviously comfortable with Ray and and OU was the school for me and it, and it you know it it made a lot of sense for me you know competing for the Sooners you got Oklahoma real big on your chest um, and I and I took a lot of pride in that you know I took a lot of pride in in representing you know not just the University of Oklahoma but the state but yeah. Being, yeah the state being a native Okie so it was. It was the fit. It was the only the only answer for me. Yeah, and and it's not you know your 
pointing out the specific person, Ray Miller, and I'm actually the same age as Ray, and we wrestled in the Oklahoma Classic together when we were seniors. He actually wrestled a buddy of mine but um, who was on my high school team. But I think the, the thing about that that really rings true for all of us is if you're a guy coming up in a program and somebody older than you has done something, you know, done, accomplished your goal, it makes your goal seem that much more tangible. It doesn't seem so, you know, crazy far out there, so unrealistic. So, you know, it's interesting. A, a guy like you has probably maybe unknowingly influenced a lot of kids at Marlowe and, you know, other towns around there from, you know, to helping those guys actually see their goals as being accomplishable and, and ultimately being able to, to, to achieve those goals. Yeah, you know, I, I hope so. <laughs> You know, I, I I hope so, and it, and it's a, you know, Marlowe and, and the and the schools, you know, the the schools around there in Stevens County, there there's been some great wrestlers come out of there, you know, before, before me and 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 after, um, you know, and and, you know, I hope I hope that, you know, I'm a, I'm a part of that. So I don't think I there's hope. any question. You know, <laughs> I mean, when when you win four state titles and you're a national champion, I mean that's. You know, that's on the checklist of most guys to be able to do. So, yeah, for sure. I think that's – and that's what's cool about wrestling is there's always, you know, a chance to pay it forward to that next – you know, that next generation of people. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned Jack Spates was your coach in college. And Jack is, to me, as a guy on the outside, obviously you have a much, much deeper relationship with him. But to me on the outside – He's kind of, you know, a good old boy, great storyteller. He's really good at the aw shucks things. But you know he's a really good coach because he had so many studs come through that program. You know, so what I'm really interested in is from just kind of the coaching, either the mentoring side or the uh, emotional or psychological side or technique, what were some of the things that Jack did to help make you a national champion? Uh, well, <laughs> With, with with Coach Spates, you know he 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 did a good job of always kind of keeping things in in perspective. Um, and and you know it, he 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 was a guy that even even as a freshman going in into the national tournament, uh, you know he he's like shock the world. You're good. At, you know he he just always had a had a belief um, in in me. I think sometimes probably more than than I had myself that. You know, as a, as a freshman, you're thrown into the – you come out of Marlowe, which is 4,500 people, and, and, and you jump into the big world of Division One wrestling. Um, and, and this is – you know, this is – and it, it's not ages ago, but it was back in the 90s, and this is before you had access to flow and track and, 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 and every, you know, all the different – Right. And so it, it – so you're, you're stepping kind of out into the darkness. I wrestled in Fargo one time. You know, and and that was the biggest tournament I'd ever seen. So, I think I think Coach Space always kind of kept it like, hey, why why not you? Why not you? If you someone's got to win the tournament, why not you? Um, <laughs> I love that. So so he had a he had a he had a belief in me, and, and I think I fed, you know, fed off that, and 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 once I believed, then it then it was simple. You know, um, the the other thing that that. Coach Spates always did is, is he always he always made sure he had great assistant coaches around him and, and and great training partners around. We we had and you have the big RTC things going on now. And when I was in college, I had Sammy Henson and Tony Perler and Sean Charles and 
Wow. I don't I don't want to leave anyone out, but but those were guys that, that I trained with. You know, Jared Frayer was a teammate. I, there there were tons of guys that that I trained with every day that that I got beat up every day. You know, and and that and when you start getting little little small victories over guys like that, you your confidence jumps. And so that was another thing Coach did. He he just always he had great guys around you that that were going to push and make you better. Um, so when you so when you went out there with him giving you that shot of confidence and, and then also having the confidence in the room that you were training in, it, it you were ready, you know. So he was just he he was a he was a man that, that he, he just he he brought in good partners and, and, and he had good coaches around him and, and, and he was a great leader. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because Sammy and Pearl are both uh, St. Louis guys, and we actually grew up. Tony and I are yeah. the same grade, and Sammy's just one year behind us, so I know those guys really well. And Sean Charles is a good friend of mine. And you know, I think sometimes head coaches don't get enough credit for bringing in guys around. You know, you know, just studs, like whether studs recruits or great assistant coaches, like you're saying, or you know, volunteer coaches, or now the RTC getting training partners, because ultimately you can teach somebody all the technique in the world, and if you don't have somebody to, to train with that's really good and can tell you whether you're doing it correctly or incorrectly or how you need to adjust, you'll never actually know if you can pull the trigger in competition. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and if if you could, if you can pull the trigger on a, on, on a guy like Sammy or Tony, <laughs> and, and – <laughs> You know, and these are guys that you know they're they're making world teams and and Olympic teams. I think Sammy was an Olympic silver medalist when he you know when, yeah. when he was training and, in Norman and won um, the worlds in Iran. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it and you know it's just you can't help but get as long as and it, and it kind of goes back to the when you're little league guy. But as long as you keep things in perspective and and you stay positive and and you're and you're training to get better to actually you know, to, to improve your wrestling. Mm-hmm. You, when you're in that environment, it, it just can't help, can't help but get better, you know, as long as you're willing to. Right. So, and, you know, I, I, I had enough competitive nature about me that, that I just kept coming back for more weapons, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, you say that, but that's really a thing, right? Like you have to have that mentality. Like, look, I'm, you know, every time I get my tail kicked, I'm closer to getting better as opposed to every time I get my tail kicked, it's just getting worse and worse. And that, and, and it's either way you look at it, you're right, right? You know, like if you think it's going to get worse, it will. And if you think you're getting better, you are. And Yeah. So, you know, that your mental toughness there, I mean, that's the part you do get credit for because – you know, you didn't. You don't get to pick your training partners. They're the ones there, and you were blessed in that area. But, and I say blessed because you know, walking into the room knowing you might get one or two takedowns in two hours doesn't always feel like a blessing. I'm sure. <laughs> if, if if I got one or two against those guys some days, it was a blessing. It was. <laughs> it was. But you know, I mean, but there 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 were other you know, at the time maybe I didn't know it, but but now looking back, there were other lessons being learned, and it and it was, you know, when you. These guys are, are world class guys, and and it if you if you put your head down even for a second, they know it, you know, and and it and then it's a it's a snowball effect. Then they so, smell blood, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and you know, and and I think they they knew, you know, kind of that 
that I was a kid, you know, I was just a kid, you know, we all, you know, although you guys were then, but, but it, you know, they, they did a good job of, of, of whipping us and then, and then picking us up and, and with the other coaches, you know, the coaches on staff and, and we had a lot of great assistants, you know, Mark Manning was at OU when, when I, when I got here. So it just coach, coach after coach, Chuck Barbie, coach Spates, Barry Weldon, Rodney Jones, there, there were a lot of guys that, yeah. that, that were a part of, you know, some of the teams we had, and we had some good teams. Yeah, so. for sure. OU's, OU's people, you know, we're going to get into that, but, yeah, OU's been good for a long time. So, you know, you, after you got done competing and, and doing the international circuit for a while, you were an, you've been an assistant coach at OU for a long time, and you assisted Jack, Mark Cody, and now Lou Rosselli. So we talked a little bit about Coach Spates. What kind of guy was uh, – Mark Cody to be an assistant to, and what, what kind of lessons did did he instill in the kids, and and what what did you take away, and what did you learn from him to make you a better coach? Um, you know, with with Coach Cody, uh, you know, he's just a he's a he's a great guy. He's a fair guy. Um, you know, I we we had a you know a couple national champions with with Kendrick and and Cody Brewer while he was the head coach, and and you know, I just I I think he he did a good job of of you know Coach Spates was was the guy for 18 years and and you know Coach Cody came in and and he you know hit the, hit the ground running and and you know we just I, I I think the main thing that that I take take away from Coach Cody is just that the expectations that he put on the guys and and the and the the way the way that you live that you know a champion lifestyle so it's it was it was it was great working with him and and he was you know he was a good friend and uh, so it you know it, it's it's just a he's a guy you feel like if you sent your son to wrestle for him the guy would end up being a better human being four or five years later at least that's that's my impression of him. absolutely yeah yeah for sure so and you know and he did a great job turning around American University and like you said you know you guys had national champions there. And more importantly, you know, guys had super high graduation rates and things like that. So for sure, yeah, yeah. And then now you're coaching aside, alongside, excuse me, Lou Rosselli, who, you know, USA Wrestling Coach of the Year. You know, Kyle Snyder's corner coach. You know, all these guys. You know, obviously super instrumental in the development of a four timer like Logan Steber. Lou to me seems like a really detail oriented guy, a guy that really focuses on measurables and is going to get results either look if you're there and you're going to be the guy great but if not we're going to figure out who the right guy is you know how am i close at all about him and what am i missing about him yeah lou lou is um and it and it and it's kind of the it you ask you know the what's the direction of the program well that that's 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 lou you know and and, and he he lives at 24 7 he's a if we have practice at, at 6 a.m., Lou, Lou's in the room pacing around, getting ready to go at, at 5:30. You know, um, he's he's just a, he he lives it, and he loves it, and and he's all about his big thing is is recruiting and development. You know, and and it and it he he's a he's an easy guy to work with just because there 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 isn't anything else. It's the main thing is. OU wrestling and what can we do to get better? And that's 
that go, you know, that, that parallels with how, what I think. That's, it's, my goal is to, you know, someday when, when we step away is this program's gonna be, gonna be running hot. Um, and Lou, you know, Lou came in and, and right away that was, he was right, he, he, we, we hadn't even visited. Um, and he started talking to me about what his plan was and it was like, okay, well that's, that's how I feel, you know, and so, not even hearing from me, just from Lou right away. That that's that was the direction. And and when you see him operate, um, you see how passionate he is about it, and, and 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 the hours and the work that he does. It's, you know, I think I know the staff. The staff has come together, and and the staff is in line with that. And you know, the kid the kids are in line with that, and it's it just makes everything easy. Everything falls into line. Cut all the fat off, and let let's. Let's get good kids in here and, and let, let's develop them. Let's get better. Yeah, and, and when you say, you know, everybody falls in line, I mean, you know, the, the, the harsh truth of it is not everybody's going to fall in line. There's going to be some guys that don't want to live a champion lifestyle. There's going to be some guys that want to cut corners. And, and that kind of comes to the, where the trim the fat line comes in, where some guys, probably better for them and certainly better for you, are going are gonna to have to go. So, I mean, and they're, they're not necessarily bad kids. They just don't want right. to do what you guys feel is necessary to get the program back to where, you know, it was and where you feel like it should be. So. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's that's never never an e easy conversation, you know, from either end, um, you know. But it just kind of goes with its – Wrestling, you know, wrestling and, and, the, and the demands um, and the working out and the, at the intensity level that you need to and the sacrifices that you have to be made, it's not for everyone, you know. And, and that, you know, there's other things that aren't for every, everyone either, you right, know. it's for sure. But it, you know, and, and it's never, you know, it's not a, like I said, it's, it's hard on both, both ends because you, 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 you develop a, a bond and a relationship with all the, you know, all these kids, you know, and, and it. And you when, want to when, help when life, right? Yeah, and when something you know something like that happens, you you know you wish them the best, and you still try to try to help them how you can, and 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 you know you, move, sure. you move forward, and and you, and you hope that you know you hope it's never a bad breakup, I and mean, and 99% of the time it's not. Right. You know? And you guys are doing a great job taking the kids that aren't your guys and making them your guys. I mean, I got a chance to watch your team wrestle this last weekend at. Uh, Lindenwood, and you can see sort of the, you know, the changes guys are making, like just the detail stuff, like wrestling through the end of periods and, and really being more aware on the edge of the mat and scrambles and things like that. And I, and I can tell that stuff that you guys as a, as a new staff are, are really focusing on. So, um, yeah. yeah. One of the, the things to me that's really unusual about you, and I don't know if it's you or your situation, is most <laughs> of the time when... I, it's going to end up being a compliment, so I don't mean it this way. It's like, but like when you see a top 20 program and a coaching change is made at the head coaching level, usually that head coach brings in his own crew of people. And, and it's just kind of to be expected, you know, like, hey, David was the head coach here and Michael's taken over. And, yeah. you know, Michael's going to bring in his guys. They're his guys for a reason. The program, right. you know, the, the university hired Michael because they believe in Michael's vision. And, you know, Mark Cody and Lou Rosselli saw enough value in you that they're like, well, this guy's going to stay. 
Yeah. So I know this is kind of a hard question to ask you without, you know, you being very self-congratulatory, but <laughs> what do you, you know, I don't know how else to ask it, but I mean, these guys obviously see a lot of value in you. I think certainly continuity would be one thing, you know, like you have to probably be really well-respected on that campus and well-respected specifically by the guys on the team, you know, but what, you know, what, what do you think they see in you? And like during those transitional times from coach Spates to coach Cody, and then from, from Cody to Rosselli, what, what were your roles in those transitional times to kind of smooth things, smooth things out for the new guy? Um, you know, the, the, and, and it, you know, I don't know, it might be a, a question for Lou or, or coach Cody or coach Spates more, but you know, for me, I, I would think that just, I'm, I'm loyal to this program, you know, and, and, it, and it's since I was done competing and, and, and took a, took a job here in 2009, it's, it's, and, and, it, and it started way before then, but just the coaching role, um, right. um, just been loyal and, and, it, and it's, like I said, it's, it's my, it's my, my working, as far as my, my working life mission to, to, to see this thing through and, 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 and make OU, make OU great, make OU wrestling great. And it, you know, so I, I would, I would say the main thing is my loyalty to the university and my loyalty to the, to the University of Oklahoma wrestling program. Um, you know, for Lou, the, the transition might've been, you know, we, we were, we were friends before we have mutual friends. I, I know Lou, you know, on the international scene, um, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe, Maybe it's maybe it's they, they feel that that I that I'm that I'm a worthy coach, or maybe it's the loyalty, or maybe it's the you know I'm not scared of the of the hard work. I don't you well, know, but it's no maybe, for, right? I mean, obviously yeah. these guys believe in you for sure. Because if you're Lou Rosselli, you can pick from any coach you want in the country, I mean, right? You know, so yeah, I, I hate to ask you a question like that because it's hard for you to answer. But I just I guess I want to point that out to listeners that. You're a guy that is obviously very good at what you do. I think your commitment to Oklahoma, I would think from the outside looking in, you know, is super evident and, and, and super critical to their decision-making process, right? That, you know, you, you bleed, you know, OU. And, yeah. and you can hear that in your voice. And, and I think that's, important. that's critical in recruiting and you know, and, and really development too, but really recruiting on the front end, you know, like you love that place and you want everybody to, to experience that place. For sure. For sure. And I, you know, and it, and it's, it is, it is uh, extremely personal and it, and it, and it is, you know, it's, it's, it mean it means a lot to me for this, you know, for this program to succeed. And that's, you know, seeing it, seeing it through, seeing, seeing something like this through for this program is, is it is it's important to me you know and and you know that's it is what it is but but that but that's the way it is for me you know i mean it's OU wrestling university of oklahoma that's you know we're we're gonna get it going so yeah well let's talk about that so you know oklahoma has a long tradition of wrestling excellence i mean i think a lot of people are just, well, what have you done for me lately? You know, but when you look back, there's only X amount of schools that have ever, you know, had top four finishes and national titles and things like that. And, you know, I grew up where, you know, my, my dad was, is a historian of the sport and OU is always in the mix. 
Yeah. Um, you know, obviously right now the program isn't where you guys want it, you know, and you're making strides. I think last year, just looking at you guys from the outside in, the two things that I saw that, that definitely show signs of growth are, one, you guys, you know, got eight guys to the tournament. I know you didn't get anybody on the podium, and we'll talk about that, but you also beat Mizzou in a dual meet. And, and again, yeah. you know, certain guys, you know, wrestled well, didn't wrestle, all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is you guys won that duel against a program yeah. that is a top 10 program now. You know what I mean? If Mizzou doesn't take at least 10th, you kind of wonder what's wrong in Columbia. That Brian Smith's done a great job down there. So, for sure. So obviously the next step for you guys is to get these guys on the podium and start winning team trophies and, and individual national titles. You know, I know you guys have a plan. You know, kind of tell me a little bit about what what the broad strokes, maybe even some of the, the detailed things that you guys are doing to make that happen. Um, I, I, you know, I think step one is, you know, just t- taking taking our team that, that, we're, that we're confident in right now and, and continuing to, to develop. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not a, it's kind of catch 22. You would think, well, it's pretty simple. Um, it's pretty simple. All you, all you have to do is, is get really good at, at some baseline set of skills. And yeah, it's really simple. You need to work out twice a day all the time. Um, and that, and that's the hard part, you know, but that, that's the part that you can look at it and be like, it's simple. All you got to do is, is, is work really hard, right? Um, got to work smart too, though, I'm sure. Right, yeah. right. But, you know, but I think that that's kind of, you know, with, you know, lose 15 months in. And I think we're, we're getting to the point. Um, and, and I I think, it, you know, maybe, maybe last spring or in the summertime or, you know, at some point it, it kind of, you could kind of tell that the kids, they just, they're, they're starting to harden up. Well, that's to, to, to win a high, you know, at a high level in wrestling, you, you got, you got to be tough. You can't be soft, you know? And, and, and so I think across the board, we're getting that just, just through work, you know, technically our guys are getting better. So that, that's kind of the development phase. Um, and then the, the next step is, you know, we got to, we, we got to continue to bring in top kids. And, 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 you know, last year we had, I think seven top 100 recruits that that are you know that signed and are here. And this year we you know we've tacked on another four, um, you know. And then the following year we'll try to tack on more and tack on more to to where you know you got 15, 20 or more top 100 guys in here, and, and you're putting them through the simple plan, right? Work out right. all the time, uh, and and you put them through that, and then then. You know, sooner or later, things start intersecting, and 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 you got something. And that's kind of, it's not, you know, that's not rocket science, I guess. It's it's when OU was great, it was the same thing. You know, we had, you you roll Sam Hayeswinkle and Tion Ware out in the national tournament, and they're they're making the finals every year. Then you know you're, you're doing you're doing pretty good, right? And then and then you throw three or four or five more guys that are that are going deep in the tournament. Then you know you're it's now you got something, and so that that's that's kind of the thing. Just continuing to work. The guys keep them buying in. Keep keep having fun. Keep and 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 then keep keep recruiting. Keep bringing them in. So that's that's kind of the the direction we're moving. And and it's not a 
it's not a quick fix. It's not, you know, it's not going to be a quick fix, but it, but our, our goal is, you know, it's just improvement. We just improve, come in, improve, get better, leave, come in the room positive, leave. If you have a bad day, find a way to, to leave the room, you know, leave positive and, and come back the next day, show, show back up the next day and be ready to work. And from the coaching side, we'll, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep bringing partners in, you know, and, and that, you know, and you can you can get into the to the RTC side of that too. You know, bring it bringing in world class guys to train with our guys. But but the main thing, you know, with with our college side of it is just guys keep showing up, stay positive, and, and let's keep improving. And and that's kind of the the goal, kind of the yeah the direction that we're moving in. And you guys, you know, one of the things like you talked about baseline skills, and I think you know that's really important, right? Like. You got to be able to ride for 30 seconds. You got to be able to get out in 30 seconds. And maybe those are situations, not skills. But you know, you got to be able to score when you're in a front headlock. You got to be able to score, you know, when you've got the front headlock. All those sort of situations that happen right. repeatedly. Um, does a guy like Lou, who's you know coached at the highest level, has he brought some sort of new tips or tricks to those kind of situations? You're like, wow, that's that's really clever. I mean, he seems—he seems like that kind of guy. I can't let you know all of our secrets. I don't know. want to know what they are. I just want to know if those are some I, things that you've noticed. No, from that. it's no, it, it's uh, it's basically it, it is it is wrestling 101. You if you if you if you got the first thing you first thing you're working on when you first thing you learn when you get in the sport of wrestling is a stance, right? Right. It's the, it's the your stance is the last thing that you're working on when, when you're, you know, training training to make world and Olympic teams or win world and Olympic titles. You, you're always trying to perfect just the the basic parts of the of the sport, and that's what makes all the all the other little moves and and everything that all of that trickles from a good stance. So, you know, we're we're with our guys where we're at. You, you know, and you always bring in guys individually, and you and you work little you know little areas that they that they need to fine tune, but, you know, it, it, you know, for the most part, we're, we're baseline skills, leg defense, get off bottom, finish your shots, you know, front headlock offense, front headlock defense. It's, it's simple. It's, it's, it's the things that, that I would assume that most programs work. So but. it's just getting, just getting phenomenally good at those things where you're, you're, you're unconsciously competent with those situations. That's right. Just yeah. Gotta be instinct. Yeah, well, it makes sense. And you know what's interesting was you, you know, whenever I talk to you guys, I don't know, I, I rarely know where the conversation is going to go. And you know, you brought up your training partners and how instrumental that was in your success. You know, guys like Sammy and Tony and Sean and and Rodney Jones and Barry Weldon. And I don't want to miss anybody either, but those kind of guys. And and now the new model that I think a lot of people are are, you know, really getting hip with it for no other reason because America had such success at the world level is this RTC situation. And you guys right. just set up an RTC in Norman headed up by my guy, Eric Guerrero. And, right. you know, that's, you know, that's a big get for you guys, obviously. And, you know, I guess as, as somebody who's now just starting to work hand in hand with Eric and, you know, the guys at the RTC, like Hunter Stieber, Nick Heflin, those kind of guys, what, what kind of impact do you see, the RTC, not only having on your program, like, you know, next week, but how do you see it, like, down the line, you know, a year from now, five years from now, 
and what kind of support are you guys getting for the RTC in the state of Oklahoma? Um, well, the the support the support is has has been unbelievable, and it and it you know it's it's having having a guy you know like Eric who's pushing it and and who's who follows through and 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 he's on top of it you know can't can't say enough about that so the support is great our 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 alumni are are behind it we're having people that that are jumping on board um but you know the with rtc and 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 it, and it goes you know goes back to you know what what we were saying earlier you know we we have nick and nick and hunter now and having having guys that are that are world class guys that that are training training with your guys it, it holds you know the the some of the college guys or the majority of the college guys you only know what you know right and right. and and then you get you're you're training side by side with the with the Nick Heflin or or with the Hunter and it and you, and you get their perspective on it these guys have been in big time matches they've been in national finals national semifinals they they've competed in international tournaments they've trained with some of the best guys in the world and and that starts kind of rubbing off on your college guys. Kind of goes back to the Ray Miller thing. Well, I expect. I mean, I'm That's running right. around. I'm rubbing yeah. rubbing elbows with with Hunter all the time, whose brother's a, a world champ and Hunter's a two-time All-American. And well, I that's what I what I expect, right? And and so our goal, I think, right now is you know we we got those guys. We're we're trying. You know, I know Lou and and Eric are are out there. They're trying to get. You know, a couple other names, a couple other other big time names in here to to be become a part to become a part of that, and you know, it just it just keeps keeps moving forward, just keeps steamrolling forward, and and it'll get bigger and it'll get better, and we'll get more guys in here, and you know, hopefully that'll that bleeds down into our into our college guys, and and the, you know, and with the RTC, that's when they when they had the RTC workouts and and the you know the area kids that that are qualified to come, they come in and it bleeds trickles down into the state of Oklahoma, and and everyone gets better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's how. That's kind of how I see it. Is that, like you said, you you know you get to go train. Like, dang, I get to go train with Michael Leitner. You know, like this guy is a national champion. Like, you know, dang, I get to train with Eric Guerrero. You know, Olympic team member, three-time national champ. You know, those kind of things and. And you realize, like, you guys put your shoes on one at a time, and granted, you're better than me at wrestling, but you're still just a guy. And right. It, and it kind of, you know, kind of takes a lot of that mystery away from it. And I think you said it really well, like, the expectations change. Right. It goes from hope to expectations. Like, well, I hope I could be good. Like, you know, dude, you're here. You better be good. That's why we brought <laughs> you here, right? I mean. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about your guys' team this season. I mean, you, like we said, you had a bunch of guys qualify last year. You, and, you know, we've got you several guys in the rankings, you know, where they're, if they can step it up a little bit, can get themselves on the podium. Who are some of the, the guys that folks, if they're going to start following OU a little more closely, that they should be keeping an eye on? Well, you know, I, I think over, you know, as a top to bottom of our lineup overall, you know, I think the, the one thing that you see from our guys, and, and you, you hit on it earlier, the wrestling at the end of the period, the moving forward, that, you know, for the most for the most part, and, and you have little blips every once in a while, you, you know, you, you have a match, maybe something doesn't go your way, and you kind of kind of 
trend back into that into that old way of thinking or whatever. But I think for the most part, when our guys step on the mat, it's it's in their mindset to to move forward and 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 to wrestle hard for seven or eight or nine, how, however long the match goes. And and that's 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 crucial. You know that that's the style that we want. We want to wrestle a wide open, you know, exciting style that 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 people want to come see. You know, people don't people don't want to come watch a two to one match for ten matches in a row, right? Right. So so that's. That's one thing I think top to bottom, as Lou said, throw the kitchen sink at them, right? So, yeah. so that that's the the brand that that we're trying to build here. Um, ind- individual guys and 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 guys that you know you go through the guys that you know. Let's we have four guys I think in in the finals at Lindenwood, and 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 we had a champion, Dwaylon Barnes. Um, but all four of those guys I think are. They're knocking on. They're knocking on the door. They're, you know, Mike Longo, our 41 pounder. He's been in two tournaments and he's been in the finals of both. Um, you know, the the other the other four guys. They've been in the top three of, of both tournaments. We have another kid, a, a young freshman, uh, Justin Thomas at 57. That he's been in the. You know, I think he's like, I, and and I might be off on a number or two, but I think he's. 13 and three or, or something like that on the year as a, as a freshman. And then we've wrestled, you know, with the Michigan state open and, and journeyman and Lindenwood. That's a, it's not an easy schedule. And, and, you well, know, and so, a lot of volume. I mean, just a freshman yes. getting 16 matches. in. I think I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I mean, you get 16 times to see what he needs to improve on. He gets, exactly. He gets 16 times to not be scared of, I don't want to say scared, but like this, you know, the the nerves yeah. go away every time you step on the mat a little bit more. I think that that is right. So yeah, so I mean, it. I think overall, all the all these guys are are progressing, um, and you know, we'll 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 go to Vegas here in a couple of weeks, and then every time you you roll them out there, it's it's just a it's an evaluation time, and it, and it's a you know for looking at technique, how how are they carrying themselves? What's what's the what's going through their mind? You know, are they are they wrestling positive or that, you know, I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot of different things that we're evaluating, but we're getting a good chance here early in the year to do that. And, and I think they're, you know, just talking with Lou and, and the other coaches is we're, we're happy with, with, with how they're moving right now. Satisfied? No, but, but happy. And it, and it, and it's, you're seeing progress. You know, it sounds like exactly. And, and it, and we'll continue to, you know, continue to work and build and stay positive and, See what we got when March comes. I don't, you know, it's if it, you know, we just we get we, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so hopefully they just those guys keep improving, and, and when March rolls around, we'll see. Yeah, well, th- I think I think something that's underrated, and I had Lee Pritz on my show last week, and we talked about his team, especially a year ago, he had all those freshmen in the lineup. Yeah, and just getting matches is so valuable for the guys. But it's really valuable for the coaches because people that that haven't coached don't understand. I mean, I'm older than you, so in this scenario, I'll pretend I'm your coach. You might be great at X, Y, and Z in practice and not so good at A, B, and C. And then you go in a match, and somehow you're hitting A, B, and C, and you're struggling with X and Z. You know, it's right. like, until you get in competition, you like you said, you don't know what you have till you see it. Right. And it makes you better coaches, you know, by – I mean, I would tell our guys when I coach them, like, even if you lose, like, you got to keep wrestling. And for no other reason, if you eventually want to be a national champion or All-American, you need to keep wrestling so we can figure out how to help you. 
And every time you get seven more minutes on the mat, that really helps us. We have more film on you. You know, we have a chance to watch you. We have a chance to coach you. We have a chance to watch you react. So that's, I think that's the formula you guys are following, and it makes a lot of sense because you don't have 10 returning All-Americans right now. You're trying to get to that stage and getting guys that mat time is crucial, it feels like. That's that. That's right. You know, yeah, you, that is right. It's always an evaluation process, and it, you know, you don't just – you know, right now we don't don't get too caught up in the wins and losses. Let's just let's let's go out there, keep throwing the kitchen sink at them, and 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 we'll see what we got, and we'll come back in the room and work on it. That's that's the given. The given is the tournament's over. The you know the, the following day or two we'll be right back in here and we'll you know we'll be Grinding we'll be away. moving moving along. Yeah. Right. I know you guys wrestle in the Cliff Keen, and I know you guys have a, a really you know competitive schedule. One of the things that I think is interesting for a team like yours that's in the developmental process is the evolution of the Big 12 Conference and the Big 12 uh, Qualifying Tournament. You know, it, it used to be, and I, you obviously know this, was basically a, a four-team mat. You know, they, basically it was like a quad. And right. you guys could have got it done in two hours if you wanted to. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you had to stretch it out to sell tickets and things like that. And now right. it's, it's, it's two-day weigh-ins, which I think a lot of coaches like because it's a simulation for nationals. And you, for sure. And you hold it in Tulsa, which is great for OU because, you know, it's, it's fans can come flood the joint. And OU and O-State, I was there last year, really represented well. Um, and now you've added more teams to the conference as well. So, you know, what, how do you see the Big 12 tournament as being another valuable thing for Oklahoma and its, its preparation for nationals? I think I think it's huge. I mean, it with the you know the two-day weigh-ins, the the bigger brackets. You know, you have to wrestle through a tournament. And then you, you know, the the competition of the league is is getting better just because that you you know you look through the staffs in in the Big 12, and there's some there's some some big-time coaches. You know, some guys that that you know I've competed with or competed against, and and it, and it's like you know you know the these guys have a track record of when they show up at a tournament, they're they're prepared, they're ready. Well, they're you know that's the their teams reflect that most of the time. You know, it's you show up and you know you you got a Big 12 team and and you look at their staff and you're like, all right, well, you know, most of the time their guys are ready to go. Um, so I, I I think it's great, you know, and and I think it's good for for the qualification, you know, getting more guys from the Big 12 in and and. Overall, I you know it's it's a great thing. It's good for wrestling. I, I always thought it would have been hard to be a coach when it was a four-team tournament and trying to yeah. get kids hyped for it, right? Like yeah, you know, like you know, and coaches got to play some mind games sometimes. But that's kind of a hard one to get kids hyped up for, especially you know if you know your kid's like on the gold level and he's going to get in. Right. It just kind of feels like kids like look coach you know i got two meets left in me i i don't really need to go hard this one and i just kind of yeah. want to be healthy you know where this one's like look this can affect your seating and it, you know it doesn't matter if you're, if you're the number one seed you better win if you're not the number one seed we can move up and you know we can move up a couple lines and get a better draw at nationals and you know your family's all going to be there and it's going to you know it's going to be on yeah. the big 12 network you know like you know fox sports and all those kind of things like those are a lot of really cool aspects of it so i think that's yeah. that's pretty awesome for you guys yeah it's just a, it's a it's a you know it's a it's a championship atmosphere you know i mean it, it's a 
it's you don't walk in the gym and there's 20 people in there. It's it's in an arena. <laughs> That's it's right. A, you know. Yeah. It's in an arena and there and it's people are excited about it. There's a there's a team race. You know, and and there and there's you're you're fighting through a bracket. There's there's just every you know there's a lot of aspects about it, but it but it's just the cha- championship atmosphere. That's the biggest part. You know that it gets you. It's it's another thing. You know, the more matches it. it, it it breaks those walls down. Well, it's, it's the same thing. You show up at the NCAA tournament. You show up, you know, it, it helps you. you yeah. know, it helps you become familiar that, you know, well, got Big 12s, championship atmosphere, okay, and knock that down, and then and then you show up yeah. two weeks later, and, and it's the NCAA championship, another championship atmosphere. So Right. You got it done hope, two weeks ago. You can do it again. That's yeah. right. Hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully your guys, you know, and you should get excited. It shouldn't matter, you know. Technically, in your mind, your way, your way of thinking, it's like it should matter if there's 20 people or, or 20,000 people in the stands. It should matter, but, you know. Kids are kids. <laughs> for for <laughs> some weird kidding. reason, it does, right? Well, you know, and making a living relying on 18 to 23-year-olds' behavior is a little rough sometimes. That's right. <laughs> They're not always the most predictable people in the world. So right. um, just to circle back to one last thing, I, I, I kind of need to pick your brain and get some advice here. Um, you know, you're from Marlowe. But you said, I think you said it was like 4,500 people. And yeah. I'm heading down to Perry in about two and a half weeks to cover mm-hmm. the Perry, Oklahoma tournament. And uh, I've had a chance to become friends with Chance Leonard, who loves that town and, and you know, helped do the monument and is instrumental with you guys in the RTC. Yep. And um, I'm going to be partnered up with Hardell Moore doing the finals of that tournament on track. Uh, I, I got to meet Ronnie Delk and Coach Lindsley and, and you know, yep. and, and, you know, staying in the gym. But there's two things that struck me about that place. One, the gym is super old school. And <laughs> two, that place is going to just be probably rocking off the hinges on Saturday night. So uh, yeah. give me some coaching so I don't screw this thing up. And tell me a little bit of what about what I'm getting myself into down well, there. They, well, and it, they, they well one they Perry loves the wrestling. That's like their that's their you know they they hold the national record for high school team titles. Um, and if you go to you go to the Perry tournament, it's it, it's definitely they're they're that's like the Friday Night Lights movie. It's you know every everyone everyone comes comes to the wrestling matches. So it's it's exciting. Um, I don't know how long that tournament has been going, but. You know, I wrestled in it four times in high school. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's it's just re- wrestling. Wrestling is the sport in Perry. I mean, you got got Danny Hodge. He's from Perry, Oklahoma, right? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. Uh, it's so you go to the state tournament, or you or you go, you know, you go to the state tournament in Oklahoma City in February, and and you know you know where Perry's sitting because there's everyone <laughs> in their town of and it's about the size of Marlowe, so we'll say 4500 all 4500 of them have their Perry maroon wrestling shirts on and they're they're raising hell up in the stands you know i mean so so it, it's an exciting tournament it's a tough tournament you know i'm i remember competing in it and it was always you know you one one year and this is a good story about the the, the Perry tournament uh, i'm wrestling in Perry against a Perry guy and um, I, I was winning the match and I get headlocked, so I'm on my back. Okay. And and yeah, the whole the whole gym erupts, you know. And I don't thank God the ref didn't call a pin. Um, 
<laughs> you might have been pinned. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> I might have been pinned. I don't. I'm just glad the ref didn't call it. Allegedly, uh, yeah. Allegedly, but, I yeah. might have been pinned. Yeah. But yeah, man, it, it's exciting. And then there'll, there'll be some. Uh, there'll be some good wrestling. And, and the, you know, like a, you know, the best part about Perry is they, they really, they love it. They love, they love the wrestling. They take a lot of pride in it. Um, and they're. There's been some great wrestlers come out of there. Yeah, um, for sure. So it, it's definitely, you know, you, if you if you haven't been there, you know, they had the, the monument, you know, down downtown, and and it's it's just a community that loves it. So yeah. and, and Chance and those guys do a, do a good job of, of really embracing it and making people embrace it, you know. So. Well, uh, this is my chance to publicly invite you slash pressure you to come on uh come on the on the show and on the broadcast and maybe do a, a finals match or two with us if you can get down there for that no, you guys might lose some viewers if that happens <laughs> if they'll listen to me they'll definitely listen to you michael if, yeah if, if i if i can make it up there I, I will for sure be there like i said it's a it's a great environment um if i can make it i'll be there so awesome. we can be we can be in touch on that just to be good to good to catch up with you and 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 Hardell and yeah for sure you know they Marlo and Perry used to be a rivalry we're not we're not so much anymore they they've kind of carried on and Marlo's Marlo's kind of we're we're making a comeback we got we got some guys that are that are getting involved but back in back in the day it was a little bit of a rivalry but um you know, I don't know. They, they see a guy from Marlowe walk in there. I might get booed again or something. You never know. You said it humbly that you wrestled in that four times. I'm sure you won it four times, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, so you, yeah, you you get carte blanche there. <laughs> you know, you win the tournament four times. You're the man. So. Most Perry, most Perry people would say three and a half though. <laughs> Because of the pin that wasn't that's called? Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. That's, that's right. The big headlock. <laughs> the big headlock. <laughs> well, Michael, I know that this is a crazy time of year for you guys, and I really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, I've known you for a, a while and really respect just, you know, as much as you've done in coaching and wrestling, I just respect you as a person. Everybody I talk to in my interactions with you are, are always first class, and I know that you and Lou will get the program back to where you want it. And uh, it'll be my pleasure to watch you guys make that transition happen. Hey, man, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I, I want to wish you and your family and all the listeners out there a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, Dave. Thanks. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Michael Leitner. This is Matt Chap. Michael and I both want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. We'll speak to you all next week.